Yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy Rick Taylor back with another episode of that Rick Taylor Entertainment Podcast. And I'm here with my boy Big Steph, man. What's going on with you? What's going on, baby? How you feeling? Pretty good, man. You know, um, we go back a long time, bro. Like, um, we go back like on Silver Spring days, you know what I'm saying? Like Motherfucker, this shit wasn't even going on. Man, like none of this was going on, you know what I'm saying? These were just kids hooping and all that kind of shit and doing school and stuff like that. And um, I knew you back then. Like I said, I knew your sisters. I went to school with them. They was cool. Then I seen you around the world, you know what I'm saying, with your people. Y'all was bad as hell, you know what I'm saying? Coming through hooping and shit like that, man. What's been going on with you since then, man? I see you into the music and stuff like that. What's going on? Man, since then... I ain't gonna lie, we didn't have some uphills. We didn't lost a couple guys that you seen from back then. Mm-hmm. We we still got some around, some gone to jail, ain't you? Know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but for the majority part, shit, I didn't went to prison. I didn't got shot since then. I didn't went through plenty shit. Right, but I'm still here, so I'm blessed. It's a blessing, my boy. And uh, I was the I won't, we're gonna get into that too. I'm gonna ask you about your prison bed and stuff, but we gonna um. Pretty much on this show since it's your first time being on here, man. Um, I like to welcome everybody, whether you're a rapper, ball player, actor, or whatever you do, man. Just some party, somebody want to come up here and vent, vibe. You know, what I'm saying just a platform for you. And um, we pretty much let the fans know what like more about you and what you do and who you is. You know, what I'm saying about your character and stuff. So we gonna start it like from back in the day, like uh, you know. Was you born in Milwaukee? Because I know you was raised in Milwaukee, but was you born in Milwaukee? For sure, sure. I was born in Milwaukee. I uh, I lived right around the corner when I was a kid. I used to live on 4th and Neighbor. Mm-hmm. I grew up over there by Flow Stow. Then mm-hmm. as soon as I left from there, we moved on 64th and Shiver Spring. And I've been over there ever since. Right, just talking on the mic a little bit more. Fun. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah, I've been over there ever since. Right, and that was, that's a minute. Um, now... Give a little bit more detail about your childhood. Like, what was your childhood like growing up? Man, I ain't gonna lie. Growing up, our childhood was wild as a bitch. <laughs> it was. See, I was. I was with the the when they used to be banging and house parties, and we had strikers and yeah, and joints and CPN. We had pillies, so that's where we came from. We used to steal cars and go to parties and rob and beat niggas' eyes. That's how we grew up. Yeah, and that's crazy because I, mean, I was going to I was gonna ask you about that too, like, because, you know, we got the kid boys and shit like that. And um, I was going to, because a lot of people don't know that this ain't really new. Like, yeah, back, yeah, back then when y'all was doing it and shit like that at a younger age and shit, like, was y'all peeling Kias or y'all was peeling any kind of car? Man, we used to peel Caravans and uh, Intrepids and Neons. Yeah. It was them three. Them motherfuckers wasn't even like them kids. They taking them on high speed. See, we ain't had that luxury. We used to have to hit the corner, right. the next corner, and jump out running. And right. there used to be like 10 of us in a car. So when we jump out running, all of us, it's like the police don't know who to chase after because there's so many of us. Right. They get frustrated to just keep going and say, oh, fuck it. But yeah, that shit, we ain't, we ain't had no kids or no shit like that. Right, right. Now, what was your household like growing up? I'm the youngest out of all my siblings on my mama's side. So I got a big sister. I got a big brother. That, well, I got two big sisters and a big brother. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby boy, so shit, like, growing up, shit, we had a regular living. Like, shit, my mama went to work. We went to school, daycare, regular shit, you know, in the neighborhood. Everybody always knew it since kids and shit. It just been like, I don't know, it been locked in. Like, our my family kind of tight-knit, so 
they just been locked in ever since. Right. Now, it's a lot of people, like, because I know how it was when we was growing up and stuff like that. It was pretty cool, but then again, it got wild. So, you know, a lot of people didn't expect where we came from, like, off Silver Spring back then to be wild. Like, explain, like, what, what that what that area was back then for you coming up on Silver Spring and Havens and stuff like that. Shit, I ain't going to lie. It was wild over there. See, like, everybody always been like, that's the high numbers. They felt like up there, like, if you had it, you living good on the high numbers, y'all got it. It didn't look like that. It ain't dirty over there. Right. But, shit, that shit was just wild. Like, if we was in another hood on the low numbers, the low end, anywhere, I ain't going to lie. Like, you got West Line and you got the Haven. So, with that, it was like them two different hoods right there in the same one busy street separators. But, right. you know, it always been love with us with them. Like, back in the day before my time from shit. But, really, like, it always been we grew up around each other. So, shit, really, like, we just grew up wilding over there. And motherfuckers probably catching on now, but... It been like that over there. That ain't if you from over there, you been over there, you know that shit. It been like that. Mm-hmm. Like when I first moved over there, it was like two thousand one to two thousand two. Like I said, <clears throat> excuse me. Like I said, it was cool over there, but at the same time, like people would get fooled, like oh, it's clean over here. But that's kind of like Cali. Like you know, in L.A. They got different hoods that's clean and stuff like that too. But you just don't know where you're going, and they, you got you had that one yeah. bad day. It's yes. just like you run into the wrong people and shit. So. And I'll be on their eyes because they be saying it's clean. I'm you can't fault us that it ain't it is it ain't dirty. I don't, right. I don't think I want my hood to be dirty as right. a bitch. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie, motherfuckers come around that bitch playing crazy. They knew what was going on around that bitch. Yeah. If they didn't know, they found out. Right? You know what I'm saying? But who would want their neighborhood being dirty? Said so you gotta live there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know? Now, um, for the people who want to know, like who is Big Steph? Man, young nigga, man, came from the trenches, beat a lot of odds. Shit wasn't all good, but you know, I made it happen. I made it work. I caught. I done been shot. I done been told on. I done been to the joint. I done been to DT. I done been Lincoln Hill. I done been everywhere you could probably imagine. And, and shit, I still made it all come together and make sense and shit. I'm the living proof of shit. Keep God first and, and keep going. Don't put your head down for nothing, man. Shit, grind through everything you got to get through and make a way for yourself. Right, man. Like, at a young age, bro, I seen it was you and it was a couple more people. Like, on my block, it was Don Chez, Donnie and them, Jake and them and all them. Yeah. And I seen, like, y'all was, like, around the same age. And then I just seen how, like, how you know how you, like, people getting into stuff like that, young nigga stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When did you, like, was you always kind of, like, going down that route, like, in the streets and stuff like that? Or was it, like... Was it a certain time where that like that that life hit you like man I gotta get it I gotta get out here or I can't get it from nobody else type shit? I think what what started that shit I'm gonna be honest because I used to play football I used to play basketball before all this street shit. Mm-hmm. Growing up I was hooping at first my leg fucked up so I really kind of more was into football so I was doing that for a little bit and shout out Shan that's my right hand man I ain't gonna lie it's like shit. We playing football, slowly but surely we smoking. We in the hood. When we leave football practice, we going back to the hood. So we still got to worry about shit that's going on in the hood. So we say, and he he cold as a bitch. I was a wide receiver, so. You know Shannon? Yeah. Well, Shannon was yeah. cold. Shout out Shannon. That nigga cold. He been treating shit since a little kid. Yeah. So 
Folks was down there the star of the whole, fuck the team, the whole league. So with bro being a star, and this my best friend who I'm growing up with, our mamas, we next door to each other, our mamas bringing us to practice. So after that, it was just like more like we was going to the streets. And I was like, we was going to parties and doing shit. And it was just like the streets kind of overweighed the good shit that we was doing. So then I think after I caught like a little, my first little run in with the police, I was just like, after that, I don't know. I damn near ain't turned back, but I still like sports and all that. Like, right. and we still used to keep going to practice and going to games and shit. We got trophies for that shit. I still got that shit at my mama house, but it's like the streets overdid it. Then we started losing friends, dying and all that shit. So then after that happened, it was just like shit. We was down there knee deep. Right. Now I remember you like you did. You just mentioned your leg and stuff like that. I want to ask you like, how did like now what happened to your leg? Was it like you was born like that, or was it like a situation that happened? No, my shit stayed. My shit been like that since I came up that bit. Now let me ask you something. Did that play a like um, role? Like like, how did that uh, affect you growing up and stuff like that? Did you always have to fight because people were trying to be like making jokes and shit, or like or what? I ain't gonna lie. Growing up. Shit, that shit damn near how motherfuckers knew who I was. Like, folks, they, before Big Steph, before Steph, he was little leg. Folks, niggas, that's little leg. Motherfuckers knew who I was. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, shit, over a while, I started getting comfortable with it. And then it was like, at first, I used to damn near think about that shit. But then I got, I don't know, it was just something in me telling me, like, shit, can't nobody judge you, nigga, do your thing. Right. So I just started doing my thing. And my niggas had my back. Everybody loved me, showing me love. So it's like. I feel like shit, I'm valid with it. And to be all the way 100, back in the day, I was fucking all the little J bitches with yeah. it. So then I'm like, the bitches like it, my people's like it, shit. Right. What can a motherfucker say to me that's gonna make me mad? And then I, I my niggas gonna flame me. So shit, I'm gonna yeah. eventually learn how to rib. So now when motherfuckers say something, I got a response for right. that. Right. And then, you know, it's crazy because I guess a lot of people that got other situations are worse than that. You know what I'm saying? But they living through that shit, like, it don't let, you can't let it define you. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying? It's not. About it's about what's in you and how you is as a person. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta own that shit, bro. And you right. did you definitely did that. Right. You know, since a little nigga, I used to watch y'all grow up, man. Do you still talk to Shannon, man? Hell yeah, still that's my it? man. He out in Texas, man. Folks doing good, man. He got a baby. Mm -hmm. Folks doing good. I talk to him down there every day. You know, we that's locked in from the cradle. So yeah. it'd be like I don't know, and folks a real nigga, I'm gonna give it to him. Cause yeah. I went to the joint, folks I ain't missed no calls for orders. I came home, folks made sure I was straight. Soon as I'm talking, about, I wasn't even home, damn near 10 hours yet, folks from Texas making sure a motherfucker straight. So you know I'm locked in with folks forever. Yeah, man. Shout out to Santa, man. Like, yeah, shout out my that, That's another young, um, younger man that was on the block and stuff. Like, just always loved football. He was bad as hell, too, at the time, too. Oh, but. God. He grew up, man. He was playing that football shit heavy. Seen him in the gym one day. I'm like, damn, that's shiny. <laughs> Lord, you never dog <laughs> tall, strong as a bitch. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, and it, it's cool, man. Shout out to him, man. Shout out my boy. Now let me ask you, like, um, because I see you mentioned you've been shot. Was the shot? Did you get shot before the bid or it was after the bid? I got shot before. I did two bids. I got shot before the first bid, but the first bid I did 18 months. But I got shot, and I got shot three times. One right here, one under there, and then another one in my back right here. Damn. Fucking with some niggas I shouldn't have been fucking with. Being in the car with niggas, trying to be buddy-buddy. That shit wasn't even meant for me, and I got hit in the process of that shit. And that and shit, yeah. Right after that, 
I go to jail. The motherfucker who I done her took the shot for the motherfucker who told on me. All right. Now, not getting into too much detail, if somebody out here watching that be trying to like be buddy buddy or be with the wrong people, do you want to give like a um like tell what happened that led up to that? And you ain't gotta get too much in detail that they incriminate nobody, but explain like how did that happen and what led up to that? Shit, basically I was kicking over some niggas doing some hot shit. We, we we thinking we gonna go on the move and go do some shit, and that shit didn't go as planned. And as as a motherfucker uh a motherfucker leaving, shit go on, shots ring out. We all in the car, you know we young niggas, so we kind of knowing what's going on, but mm-hmm. it's all happening so fast. So a motherfucker just hear bullets coming through the car. So then shit after that, it's like we was all, I ain't gonna cap to you. We was in the stoli. So we jumped out that bitch. When we jump out, the police was already right there just because we crashed. The nigga who was driving when he had done it all drive and shots rang out. It forced him to have to drive. See what I'm saying? So yeah. that shit going on, then the police there. So then now we trying to run. I'm low on energy. I'm shot. I'm, this, I'm young. I don't know what the fuck going on. I just know I'm shot. Now, how old is you at this time? Uh, probably like 17. Yeah, Man. like 17, 8, going on 18. That's crazy. Like... And that just, and then not to mention, like you said, you you just got shot and you got arrested. Then that's when you did the bid. That's when I did eighteen that, months. Man. I was already out on bail for pending cases, and then I wasn't going to justice, uh, uh, justice point the little shit they had me on. So then it was like all that shit came crashing down at once. Mm-hmm. And then imagine you get in that situation, and then the person you with, they tell everything and put the point the finger at you basically and make it seem like it's you that right. the mastermind behind all this. Right to get out their situation. Right now, this um this 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 first bid you did that was like was that county or was that prison or was that? Cause... No, the, the first one they sent me to the prison. They sent me up, but I had went to ERP right away. So they gave me two years, and then I did eighteen months total, like in the county fighting the cases and shit. And then they sent me up, and I was just turning eighteen, so I was already in prison with grown niggas, niggas that's grown as a bitch when I was eighteen already. All right, okay. <clears throat> let me let me take it back for a minute. You said you did time in DT, right? Yeah. You was how old was you then? I ain't gonna lie, I was my first case when I was fourteen. I'm gonna be all the way on it. Right now, going to DT, like, what was that experience like going to DT? See, I was always hot, so I had like, I always wanted like, I always was doing some shit. Now I ain't do it for a reason. I'm gonna be honest, like I was just doing shit, mm-hmm. and in the process of me doing shit going to DT so when I'm in DT I'm missing my, my mama and them come, only come see me so I'm missing my mama and them you know what I'm saying like shit like I was going through it but then at the same time I was getting right back out so I wasn't really learning shit right I was just down there going on time out for a little bit then coming right back out and repeating the same exact shit I was doing to go in the first time mm-hmm. now was it like multiple different little bids in DT and stuff yep two bunch a week four weeks uh, three months, seven months, shit like that. But it, I probably did in Damn. DT probably like four different times. I'd have been in DT like four times. But if you think as a kid, that's a whole lot. You're not even 18 and you got. Damn, now that's that's a lot of times to um to go to DT and be locked up as a youngin and stuff like that. Now, in DT, um, is it like. Cause I'm considering everybody young. It's probably like a lot of high head and a lot of fights going on. Hell yeah, yeah, like um, 
See, when I was in DT, niggas was fighting, though, for sure. Niggas was getting their ass whooped. But I ain't gonna lie. I probably got in, like, three of them up in DT. Because I was morally, like, I ain't never been. I did my work, but I never been the type to get into it with niggas and shit. Mine's always been, like, with niggas I fuck around and Everybody showed me love. So if I really had to get into it with a nigga, it was off. I probably did something out there on the streets and it came back to me. It was never like a nigga just wanted to do some shit off some hating shit. Right. <clears throat> man, that's a lot, man. Uh, Younger, you've been through some shit, man. Yeah. Um, now, fast forward to back to the first prison bid. Like, your know, first time ever being in prison with the grown up and adults and stuff like that. Like, how was that? Like, is it like how they be picturing in the movie stuff? Like, you get tested and all kind of stuff like that? Or is it be like a lot of people don't really be on that because they be trying to chill and shit and do their time? Yeah, you got that majority. Like, they say it's reckless out of town, though, like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, in Wisconsin, I'm be honest. Like, if you ain't no bitch-ass nigga, you gonna be good. But if you, like, can't stand on your principles, if you move in front of you, I think you're everybody in prison you got all walks of life you got hypes you got bums you got rich niggas you got pimps you got clowns you got retarded niggas out granddads you got all type of shit mm -hmm. in there so everybody ain't fortunate like you yo situation you might think you you really ain't got shit somebody will really not have shit at all so you got to think they are they up here getting it off the land like any way it go so it's like if you doing fuck shit fuck shit coming your way but if you know how to just chilling study yourself and let niggas do their time you do yours it was kind of like a smooth sale but i ain't gonna lie like as a young nigga you coming in you already got the bad rep because you a young nigga and all young niggas be on bullshit yeah <clears throat> trying to prove themselves and just being high-headed and shit yeah, just not giving a fuck because you know some of them fighting fleeing they finna get out anyways or they don't get no fuck about shit like they don't mind going to the hoe you know old niggas they want to chill they ain't on that so it right. be like that's a conflict right there because young niggas don't want to give up the phone they think they whatever they got going on important more than the next nigga shit just like that so it was making conflict go on right but it ain't wild but it ain't sweet like if you if your shit ain't together if you can't stand on your ten toes shit a motherfucker gonna try you for sure for yeah. sure and then be trying to take advantage of you taking your, uh, you know, uh, your money and shit and all yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, like, hell yeah. The, let me ask you, not to cut you off, like, between your first and your second bid, what was the wildest shit you ever seen in there, white being locked up? I ain't gonna lie, they got some shit up in there, like, niggas smoking K2 up in there. That's crazy. I've so when niggas, that. they call it episodes when a nigga trip out. So when a nigga trip out, he just, just he had there smoke that shit. And they'd be chilling and it'd hit him. And my next door neighbor, the nigga fuck around low key was my cousin. But I ain't never met him in like outside. But we had the same last name. I asked my people shit matched up. Folks come out the room. He only got boxers on. He walk up on the CO's like, what? What? So then he walk up on the inmate like, what? So you know the CO don't know what the fuck going on. But they know previous people didn't had these type of episodes. Like niggas that jumped on the table and got to swimming. Niggas that ran out the room naked screaming, thinking they hair on fire. It's just all type of crazy Damn. shit off that shit. So a nigga, he came out like he was trying to fight. Then as soon as he seen the, the CO's, folks just got the swinging on their ass. When he got the swinging, hitting them, I'm like, oh, shit. This motherfucker up in here tripping. But that shit was some crazy shit, or it was a time, I ain't gonna lie, that shit wasn't valid, but I seen a little a nigga, the CO was trying to, like, treat him bad, like, not letting him come out shitting on him. You know, he trying to come out. I ain't gonna lie, they opened the trap for folks to get his food that he didn't go through, so they had to open his door. 
folks came out, I ain't gonna lie, like busted COs and that shit. So I'm like, damn, like you gotta think you in prison. I'm a young nigga. I just see folks just this who run this motherfucker, the COs. I'm seeing folks on their ass, like whooping them. They trying to call for backup, but can't even do this shit. It was just like, damn. And I'm young as a bitch seeing this shit. And it was just wild. I'm like, damn, this what the fuck go on in this motherfucker. Yeah, that shit crazy, bro. Like, to see all that shit going on. Like, and to hear them stories. Because I've been seeing, like, a lot of stuff. Like, uh, um, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of, like, uh, videos and shit like that on the online and shit. And it's been crazy seeing all that shit. Like, that's happening damn near, like, all kind of prisons and shit like that's they substitute for weed or yeah, or they trying yeah. to just do that to get their mind off some shit or just try to just get high and that shit just be like way different from a regular high hell yeah that shit i ain't never fucked with that shit though because i ain't gonna lie i seen what it did to motherfuckers like if that's my risk that i'm taking i don't want that i, I want to get high but i don't want that type of high like hell no right yeah man that's crazy man you've been through a lot of stuff man um now one more question about jail. Like when you was out your first time, like when you got out, like how, like how long was you out before you went back? I ain't gonna lie, I was probably out for like three weeks. Damn, three especially weeks. like I don't even think it was three. I'm gonna be honest. That shit probably was lesser than that. And just imagine that shit. That's coming from a bid though, like a real bid. Yeah. Like what well, eighteen months, but that shit a long time Hell ago. Yeah. So imagine coming from eighteen months. And going back to that motherfucker. Hell yeah, just being there for 18 months, shit, just, shit, that probably felt like forever, bro. Man, like, man. just being, like, come from being free and doing what you want to do. Now you got to listen to somebody else, eat all this nasty-ass food, be around all this crazy shit. I can only imagine. Now let's get to the music. Um, How long you been rapping? Was you rapping when you was a shorty, or did you start rapping when you got older? Like, as kids, me and my niggas, we got some songs, some freestyles days. I had a little group and shit. Mm -hmm. So we got some songs, but that shit was like, that shit was garbage as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, we were just fucking around. Then I had a song with my brother and my sister, and then my god brother. That shit, that was really my ever first song. But then before that, I never made one. Yeah, man. Uh, um, now, when did you start taking it serious? Uh... uh Probably, I want to say, I start taking it. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Call T for what's up? Call T for me. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Like, when did you start taking it serious? Uh, I ain't going to lie. I really had a rap up in there when I was in the cell. Mm-hmm. When I first got locked up. I made a song, and then I rapped it to my niggas through the phone type shit. They like, hell yeah, that shit valid. So then I rapped it to some niggas that I knew on the pop, and they was telling me like, yeah, that shit valid. Fuck with that shit. You got to drop that shit. Right. So then I'm like, they fucking with it. I'm thinking, shit, since everybody fucking with it, I'm finna go my mood with it. So I start kind of rapping a little bit more when I was in jail, but then I never dropped that shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was the first bit I got out from jail Didn't drop it So then when I went back For the second time Everybody I'm like man I'm finna rap when I come on They like shit Man you said that last time You ain't no shit You ain't right. no shit They on my eyes Imagine I'm getting better Cause now I'm knowing How to write a song How to put it together So then it's like 
that shit gonna make you better if I ain't got shit to do. I'm in my cell. I was in a, they got a little joint for all the young niggas. It's called Raya. So I'm in Raya 23 hours in my cell, one hour a day. I come out once, one one time a day for an hour. And it damn near ain't even a whole hour. So I'm in my room all day. All I could think about is shit I was doing. So I'm just writing raps, writing raps, writing raps. I made my first day out. Bro, and I'm like, yeah, come on, drop that shit. You got to do video, all that shit. Everybody fucking with that shit. Even the CEOs listening to that shit when I'm rapping it out the door. So then I'm like, okay, I'm finna do this shit. So I got out. Then that's when I just, I went to the studio. I couldn't find no studio at first. Then my nigga, he took me to his cousin. He got beats and he got a studio. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's valid. So I booked with him, said, shout out my boy, said, and shout out Tay. My nigga Tay put me in there. And my brother, he rapped too. So him, my shout out Vate and shout out LJ, they they telling me like, folks, go to the studio. Go to the studio. You got to go drop. So I go to the studio. Imagine I got damn near 12 mixtapes from sitting in this cell. I'm trying to rap through them. I'm trying to rap them motherfuckers, rap them motherfuckers to beats, but it's not coming together. So then bro and them like, man, fuck what you wrote. Talk about everything you finna go through right now and shit that you been going through since you been up. So then that's when I'm like, all right. I wouldn't come into me right away. So I waited like, I dinner was out for like two months, three months probably. Then I'm like, I'm ready. They send me that beat. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. This, that, this what a motherfucker need. So after I did that, it was a hit. Right. We did stay properly. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. That was the first video you ever shot. The first video I ever shot. Mm-hmm. First song. I no, I had a couple songs, but that was the first song. I'm like, yeah, this the one. Yeah. This shit, we went, we did that motherfucker. Next thing you know, they was telling, they had wrote me on Instagram like, shit, we wanna do a show with you. I'm like, oh shit, this shit lit. I told my niggas from my hood. I told everybody. They like, hell yeah. They booked me for a show. That's when I knew. I'm like, oh yeah, this shit. I like this. shit. Yeah, you like, I didn't get that money from rapping and shit about yeah. your life. That you really did. Yeah. What was your first show like? How much you charging for your first show? My first show, I ain't gonna lie, I did it for free because folks was blessing me. He was 100 as a bitch. He was telling me, like, shit, I just wanna give you a platform, shit. If you come tear this motherfucker up, do what you gonna do. So then I'm like, all right. I told him, can I have all my niggas with me? He like, yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, all my niggas coming in. It's a hit. I told the whole gang, we go up in there, we do the show for free. It's motherfuckers seeing this shit all on the internet now. So now motherfuckers like, oh, yeah, that's that. And folks really showed me love. Shout out to Real. Folks showed me love. So it was like, I went in there and rocked that bitch. He like, folks, you can't come up. Don't, don't. I ain't. I don't even want to book you for free no more. Right. And it was a hit ever since then. Man, that's what's up, man. <clears throat> Congratulations to you, man, coming home, being through, being going through everything you've been going through and coming home, doing that free show, and then just putting that groundwork in now you getting paid for shows yeah. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Booking. Yeah. Now, you've been doing numbers, man. I've been seeing you doing a lot of numbers, man. Like, when did you, like, um, was it the state property song that got you that recognition, or, or what song got you that recognition when you started seeing, like, fans start gravitating to you and, like, like oh, we fuck with Big Steph? State property, I ain't gonna lie, that started it. It was, like, everybody was fucking with it. We going to the club, it's me and my niggas, we just falling off, you know, we party and we falling off in the club motherfuckers mm-hmm. in the club like we fuck with this so i'm like oh yeah i'm we paying djs to play it they fucking with it a little bit the djs like you know if you tell a dj i want to play a song they expecting it to be a weak song so then they playing it they seeing how the crowd reacted to it they like oh yeah i'm gonna put this in my rotation so it's like 
oh yeah, so that's what I'm seeing. Like they fucking with it. Mm-hmm. And then it just went on from there. And the motherfucker just had to I ain't gonna lie, I was doing songs with my niggas. We kept doing songs, we dropping videos, but that shit wasn't really doing nothing. And then shit. I tapped in with a couple motherfuckers, we got together and shit. Now I start be going to the right places, getting the right shit done and that shit coming together for a motherfucker. Right. Now was it hard um getting into the music stuff, like learning what to do, like who to go record with or how to get stuff copyrighted and all that stuff? Or did you have the people with you to help you with that? Like, I got my big brother. He rap, but he don't rap no more. But he been rapping since kids, so he knew plenty of shit. So I used to watch him growing up. So I kind of already was seeing how rap shit, but him, R.P. Zoe, Zoe, he showed me. They they sat me down like folks. This how you do BMI. This how you do ASCAP. This how you do distro kid. You gotta get your shit put together. License this LLC this so then you can get paid from this and set up counts for this. So then it was like oh yeah hell yeah a motherfucker showing me and it was at first I ain't gonna lie and say it was just easy but a motherfucker had to kind of go through that shit and I kind of learned as I went like shit all right. Folks, his studio sound like this. Folks, shit sound like this. But that one sound like this. But I like this one and this one. So it was like, if I can do it like that, I'm just learning as I'm going. So then you find which one you feel like make your voice sound best. Make your sound how you right. want to sound. And that's who you fuck with. And it ain't on no bullshit, no personal shit with nobody. It's you want to sound how you want to sound. Right. You want to you wanna go to who know how to like um, record you and stuff and know your sound and build yeah. a, um, a connection with them, a relationship. And they just rock out with them. So yeah. that's how it go, man. For sure. And um, I seen that you got the song with uh, Trap Baby and um, Joe Pablo. Like, man, how did that come about? Uh, man, that song was called How Did That lie. Come Out? Shout out Stu. Shout out Joe. My boy, uh, he at the stool. He called me. We was already supposed to been did some shit. Right. He called me like, folks, come to the stool. I go to the stool. He already there. Him and Trap just put some shit together. So shout out Trap, too. That's my boy. So we come in. They play the beat. You know, we smoking, we vibing. Trap going there. He like, I feel this one. Mm-hmm. He turned he turned blow up. He turned after he turned blow up. I'm like, I gotta go go hard. I ain't gonna lie, I gotta go get this one. My oil, oh, they going too crazy. Right. So we all in the stool. We just in there chilling like motherfucking feeling that shit. The whole stool lit though. We do that shit. After that shit. That was the one. That motherfucker turned. We like, we got to do vid. We can't not get on vid to this. Right, man. And I, I seen that, man. I was like, man, this shit go hard, man. Like, because um, I've been tapped in with them, too. And I've been seeing you doing a lot of stuff with my boy, Ray. Yeah, and, Ray, um, my boy. Shout yeah. out, Ray. Yeah, I've been seeing you doing a lot of stuff with them. But, yeah, uh, I've been seeing you doing a lot of stuff with Ray and stuff like that. And i seen you do the stuff with Trap Baby and uh, Joe, man. I'm like, that shit was dope, bro. And, um. Ray, that's my boy. I like yeah, that. man. Like Ray, Ray, my boy, man. He be turning people up, man. That's you definitely got to go to Ray, man. I ain't gonna lie. fuck with my boy Ray. I I got a couple more. I fuck with Ray heavy. I fuck with camera guys too. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a shout out. I got a game. A shout out. Uh, mm-hmm. Rich and Irish, fat fat. These motherfuckers, but Ray, that's my boy. I fuck with everybody, but I fuck with Ray tough. That's my boy for shit show. Yeah, that's dope, man. Uh, You've been making a name for yourself, bro, like out here in the music scene, like um, Milwaukee. Let me ask you, like, who is your um, who are your favorite rappers, like, to listen to here in Milwaukee? I ain't gonna lie. In Milwaukee, see, I'm a grinder. I'll be out here. I don't be this shit no cap. Mm-hmm. So, 
ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play for sure, blow. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play, bro. This folks gonna go. I'm gonna play me and my niggas too. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna play me, I'm gonna play T, I'm gonna play Zoe, uh, I'm gonna play Fei Fei, I'm gonna play Will. I'm gonna play some motherfuckers because we all, it's some motherfuckers that got some shit. Junior, mm-hmm. Big Millie, it's shit that go back, Trey. But I ain't gonna lie, like, I don't know. I play a variety of motherfuckers, but I love if you talking that trap shit, you talking about getting out here swiping heads or something. That's my lane. That's, so it's like, okay, I can vibe with this. Right. And then when it comes to music, man, like a lot of people like to listen to the music that like affect like that, um, they relate to their life. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's some trap shit, whether it's some RB shit, whatever you're doing in your life, that's like what you usually tend to listen to. But again, some people like, you know, who probably ain't living a certain life, <clears throat> excuse me. Gravitate to some other music too Like trap niggas Like say for instance You're not in the streets But you might listen to trap niggas Because you always like Been fascinated yeah, To what, see what, what that life up. is about yep. And um It's a lot Like I said I could say I'm gonna talk about The Milwaukee music scene bro Like It's came so far bro yeah, Like from it. seeing it like 2015, 2017 And stuff up to now It's so dope bro Because you got the artists From back then even, mm-hmm. this, even back in like In the day When it was like House parties and banking and shit Yeah The music from then to 2015, 2017, to now, bro, and all put together, bro. It's coming together. It's coming together, and it's dope, bro. Like, cause um, I really think like we this close to making it, bro. Cause like back then, it was only a certain amount of people making videos and music. Now it's like so many people, like you right. can't even keep up. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. Every time you turn around, there's somebody that's rapping. Somebody and I ain't gonna lie. We got some talent here though. Niggas be fired. It's niggas that niggas that damn near ain't even heard or niggas that just don't get no recognition that I ain't gonna lie, I turn them niggas on, them niggas will be talking some shit. Yeah. I'll be like, it's it's little niggas that's fourteen out here rapping that shit. No bullshit, I'm, bro. Whoa. Bro, fire. Bro, cause my nephew fourteen and he be putting me on, please. He be like, Let me play you some on. Yeah. He put that shit out I'd be like Damn who was that Or he just be randomly playing shit And I'd be like Damn who was that I'd be feeling old as a bitch Like oh, Damn who the fuck is that He'd be like How you don't know them And shit I'm like damn But it just to show you bro Like Everybody inspiring Everybody to like Get out here And, and make this music bro Cause like music Is a beautiful thing bro Like To to, to put your life Into a song bro That's Like true. From creating the title Finding a beat Finding your flow Videos, concerts, bro, it's dope, bro. That and shit, that shit, you gotta well, we put that shit together. No bullshit, bro. And I ain't gonna lie, it be good because we need all the recognition that we can get. Because exactly. I ain't gonna lie, all these other cities stand together to come on, we gotta do the same shit. Yeah, one go, we all go. We just need the sunlight. Once they see what's going on to this motherfucker, everybody can get signed. No bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Everybody eat. Yeah, and no, no bullshit though, because I honestly feel like they watching, bro. Like a lot of people yeah, be watching. They see us. They most definitely see us, and like we got a lot of talent. Like people be on YouTube all day. It's hard not to see us, but the people doing these crazy numbers, like they doing it. So y'all doing y'all shit, bro. Shit show. <clears throat> now, um, does it matter to you? Because we in a time now. I mean, we probably always been in a time, but more so today is like a lot of people be lying they raps. Does it matter to you that people line their raps or you think it's like that's just how it is, but or what? What's your take on people line their raps? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like see, I ain't famous, I ain't I ain't rich, I ain't getting booked out of town yet. Right. So it's like if a motherfucker like 
young boy no more. Somebody, if you big like that, mm-hmm. he got a cap because dude ain't kind of probably got to get active no more. Right. But coming from anybody that's under that, like if you ain't all the way there, shit, if you going to cap, that's you. But I say shit. Stand, talk about what you going through because then you will never know somebody else can be going through that shit and that's how you going to get your followers. They going to listen because they relate to you. You ain't got to make up shit. You can just go with how you feel and what you going through and it's going to come out. Right. Now let me ask you this too because like this is in the same boat. We talking about cap. <clears throat> we already kind of know that rap and being a rapper is like the most dangerous job right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you think by somebody capping, like, that can put them in the line of fire that they not ready for? Like, because you, you think people, like, be testing people out going to see if this nigga really about what Yeah, hell yeah. That, that's going to make a motherfucker test you, too. Especially, like, if you talking about getting on niggas' eyes. You in real life shit, you then really got to get on niggas' eyes. If you don't, shit, that motherfucker going to pull that card and expose what's going really going on. But I say if you, if you talking about that shit, you got to be... If, if you capping or if you telling the truth, you gotta be ready for what come with that shit. Mm-hmm. And if you telling the truth and this what you going through, you already know what come with that shit. So it, that shit gonna speak for itself. Right now, <clears throat> once been in the streets and shit like that, like um, you been in the streets. Now you're a rapper and shit. How was that transition? And also, is it kind of like the same far as like how how we just talking about people testing you and shit? Like how you gotta move. Mm-hmm. Is it the same, or you got to move a lot different now because you're a rapper? Or man, how was that transition? I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I be with my people, so I be popping out. When, when we pop out, we gonna pop out right. And we don't do no shiesty shit. We we real niggas, so it's like shit. We don't be really have to worry about too much. But I say shit. You still gotta move careful because you gotta think if a nigga, a nobody, and then you got a rapper. And they in the same club or somewhere. They out here in at the gas station or somewhere. Who you think they gonna try first? They gonna try the rapper because they want they gonna know mm-hmm. behind whatever they do with the rapper is gonna be something to talk about. Yeah. So it's like in a clout way. So then shit, motherfuckers that get clout off the rapper more than a nobody. So it be shit like that. You got to keep that in mind. But when you a real nigga and you show love, you ain't doing bad business out here. You you a real genuine stand up nigga. You don't kind of really have to worry about that shit. Yeah, but I think that's what the people like when people be capping because like. You're going to receive that energy you're putting out. And, like, say, for instance, like you said, somebody in the streets already, they already live that life, so they already know what they putting out there and they ready for it. Jeez. But somebody who just capping just for entertainment, be like, oh, I know I can make it off this shit. That's a yeah. whole other ball game for you that you got to be yeah, ready get for. Into some shit. And I ain't going to lie, that's probably how niggas, I ain't going to say shit, but, like, as far as, like, rappers and shit, that's how some niggas probably be becoming police because... They they rap about this shit, so it puts you into this life that you weren't ready for. So then when it all hit the fan and it comes to the light, motherfucker don't be ready to stand on that shit. So then that's how motherfucker fold. And you wasn't like that from the jump, so that's what made that. You know what I'm saying? Because you was this one what you was really doing. Because if you did, you're going to understand what coming with you. I take my reward just how I take my risk. So. All right. I don't know. You got to stand tall. All right. Since we talking about that, man, um, it'd be a lot of rappers. We had some rappers here that got caught up. I don't want to say no names, but they got caught up in that same line, like snitching and all that. How do you think, like, say for instance, like this rapper rapping about this, the moment they snitch, do you think that fuck up their whole career? Shit. I ain't going to... To me, it do shit. To real street niggas, that shit do. Because yeah. if I'm fucking with y'all shit, I'm, I'm out here to your shit. 
But then you saying you standing on this, you swiping this head, you doing it, and then your paperwork show something else. It's like shit. I don't even hear that shit no more because that <laughs> shit out the window. You already once that shit gone, once that shit on your name, that shit is thing right. that can never come up. So it, it like let me ask you like, what if you like the music really good? Like man, this shit cold, man. Why you do that, man? I don't want to still listen to this shit, but you still be like, fuck that shit. Even That's what like- I be thinking when I first if I first hear a motherfucker tell or something, I be like, damn, I was rocking with that shit. But then it's like after that, I don't even want to hear that shit. Like mm-hmm. as soon as that shit, man, next song we ain't trying to hear that shit. You suffer with you got to stand on that. I like niggas that that shit. You got to stand on what you talking about. Then I'm like, okay, I, I got some. I can respect it a little more. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now um, this next, this question, I, I've been. Uh, I want to ask you. Do you? Um, because I've been seeing them liking the com- comments a lot and really following you. Uh, it's another artist from here. He don't live here no more. Um, action. Do you kind of mm-hmm. have like a relationship with Action? Oh yeah, that's my boy. I fuck with Acto. Mm-hmm. Free Acto. That's my boy. You know, he from the West Side too. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's always love, man. Act. That's right. my boy. He valid though. Right. Did, did y'all have any music in the works before you got locked yeah, up? Yeah, hell yeah. We had like three in the works, and he got one. It's finished. I had lost my iCloud, so I don't got it. But he got one. That motherfucker fire is a bitch too, folks. He was in his lane and he was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Shout out Act, man. Free Act, though. Free Act. Now, um, my final question, um, I want to talk about um, what do you got? What do you got coming next? Because we know you got the project out right now. Um, Thank God for Narcan. Yes, man. sir. Go get that shit. That yes, shit sir. Fire. Go get that. For real. Now we know you got that project out there. Um, like, what can we expect from that project? And also, what do you have coming next? What can we expect from Big Steph? Oh uh, shit! After that, I ain't gonna lie. Right now, we dropping vids to that shit. We soul food. Me and Big Juni, we doing that four way. My brother T, we doing. We got some shit called phones cramming on there. That shit so fire. We putting shit together. So we down there doing vids to all that shit, and we still be making shit like this. Shit don't stop. So we still we coming on some like oh folks, we gotta do a video to this. So it's videos coming shit, tapes. We putting shit together. Just they gotta stay tuned, and we gonna put this shit together. Just know every day we in that yo. We getting it. We getting it done. If it ain't me rapping, it's one of my bridges rapping. They gonna send that shit. We gonna do that shit. We rocking that shit out and that shit naturally. So we coming with that shit. But videos, more videos coming with my boy Ray, uh, Fat Fat, what camera guys, Rich Nerds. I'm doing all that shit because all of them we we putting shit together. When as dates come, shit, we just gonna do the motherfuckers. So we really just be doing videos based off shit. We going out this weekend, fuck it, video. So we just be doing it like that. So right. when all the guys ready, shit, we gone. We might just do one this weekend. I don't know. We be whenever we be ready for that shit. Right. <clears throat> and y'all tap in, man, with that project, bro. Bro, been dropping. You been dropping some fire, bro. Um, I gotta uh, give you your props, bro. Boy. I'm like, look Thank at Steph, man. Narcan, I'm God. Hey, and we dropping vids, man. Go tap in, man. Yeah, videos be lit too. I be, I be peeping, bro. They be the lit. Gang, they coming out for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. One call, hey, this we we here. They popping out. If it's your show too, book me. We gonna pop out. We gonna do our dance. We ain't no no fuck shit going on. Everybody gonna enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Y'all already know what it is, man. Like I said, man, um, I've been seeing you put a lot of work, bro. You're on the right track. You know, keep grinding. Keep doing what you're doing. You got a story to tell. 
you know, by you being through the stuff you've been through, you can definitely motivate somebody else out here to be on the same, like, you know, type of path you on or just get money and just make a change, period. So, yeah, for sure. I ain't going to lie, man. I'm going to say this. If you rapping, do that shit. If you... If you trapping, do that shit. If whatever you do, do that shit. Go hard and give it your oil and shit. Your, your reward gonna come. Mm-hmm. Yo, everybody get their time to shine because everybody, they just now catching on. But I feel like I've been lit like this. They just now catching on. So it's like, shit, it's a matter of time. Everybody get their time. No bullshit, man. Like, um, I want to congratulate you on the success you got so far. You know what I'm saying? You got so um, you got a lot more coming. So um, I want to congratulate you and wish you good luck on your journey. And I want to say I appreciate you for coming on this show, bro, because you could have been anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? I'm, st- I'm taking, um, you took time out of your day to come chop it up with me, you know what I'm saying, on the podcast. That means a lot to me, bro. So, Hell yeah, you know you, my boy. I said, all right, doing them. I said, I got to go tap in with my yeah. boy right, right away. Yeah. ASAP. No yeah. bullshit. You knew me since I was a little nigga. Right, for right. Sure, for when sure. we go back, bro, and it's good to see you doing, you know, something positive. You putting, you know, your life into your music and stuff like that and giving the soundtrack, and, you know what I'm saying, to the streets. And um, influencing the youth and stuff like that, man. So just keep doing your thing, and I appreciate you for coming on the show, bro. Got to bring you back up here, man. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, let me know. Call me. I'm pulling up. Yeah, most definitely, man. But like I said, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Be safe out here. You know, stay on your grind. And like I said, I see a lot of big things happening for you, bro. It's just the beginning, my boy. And I really mean that because you really putting pressure on the people out here, so. For sure, yeah, keep, love. I appreciate that. Oh yeah, shit. for sure, man. Keep making the city proud and keep um, adding to the culture. You know what I'm saying and pushing us forward. And um, mm-hmm. you gonna be where you want to be in no time, bro. But mm-hmm. y'all know what it is, man. Rick Taylor sure Entertainment, sure. man. Big sure. Steph, Rick Taylor. Go get that project, man. We gone. Thank God for Narcan, man. Yeah. With my boy Rick Taylor, man. Y'all know how we coming. Westside, 5600, Big Steph. Yes, sir.